Kelly, and I'm the acting coach here. Hi, I'm Matilda. Hi, I'm Rania. Hi, I'm Beth. Hello, my name's Charlie. Hi, my name's Naomi. Hi, my name's Pearl. And uh, welcome to our little podcast where we're just going to be chatting about our um, acting classes and how they go and what we get up to. We're going to be talking about our favourite films and TV shows and recent things that we've been watching. And, um, and then we might even do a little uh, monologue spotlight at the end for you. Um, so to begin with, we're just going to go around and introduce ourselves one more time, but also this time saying what our favourite films or TV shows are, um, kind of our, our biggest favourite at the moment. Obviously, I know that this fluctuates. I think some people choose one thing and fixate on that. I know that certainly for me, um, as the world of entertainment forever grows and expands and, and goes in different directions, my personal favourites definitely change. So I know that others do. So right now, my favourite is uh, Fighting With My Family. Has anyone seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Good one. It's, I love it. It's beautiful because it's based on a real story. Um, it's got Lena Headey in, so you know, can't go wrong with her. Um, but actually, all the actors are phenomenal. And it's just got the perfect amount of comedy and the perfect amount of um, kind of relationship and raw drama stuff in there that I, I just love it so much just so much I like when I went to the cinema to watch it I just laughed and cried like there was no tomorrow and it's I loved it Stephen Merchant right who did The Office yes sure yeah that. yeah exactly yeah it's brilliant Matilda okay so um, my favourite right now is I Am Legend with Will Smith mm. why is that your fave? I don't know it's just really nice because you know how most movies, like, even if something bad happens to the main character, you know they don't die because they're the main character? Mm. This is... He dies at the end, so I, I just Spoiler really alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I just really liked it. I was really surprised um, when he died. Um, yeah, because it goes cause against <laughs> the norm, and so it, like, yeah. shocks you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't really have a favourite, but I'm currently watching this really nice documentary series and it's called Ancient Aliens and I quite like it. And it's basically about how it's about the world and it's like a different side to it. And it talks like, it just goes in depth a lot mm. about different things that can happen Interesting. in ancient things. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm just going to let you guys know uh, for the podcast that Apparently today we have some kind of living creature, a bit like Stranger Things, living in the walls, yeah. making the weirdest <laughs> noises, <laughs> which is exciting for us, but probably sounds a bit weird on the podcast, so uh, there's a little extra fun thing for today. Um, similar, I'm, sorry, my favourite at the moment I'm watching is Grey's Anatomy, I mean I'm only on season four. I have to admit I haven't watched it yet and I really want to watch it. I watched every season. Cause this is what Sandra O came up in, right? Yeah. So I really want to watch it for that purpose. because I love her. So yeah, I really want to see it. What's her character name in it again? Um Christina. That's it, and it's set like she's from what I've heard, she's really sassy. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I really want to watch that for that reason. Cool. Okay, Charlie. Um, my favorite film, my favorite, well, my favorite two films of all time right now are um, 2001: Space Odyssey and um, Goodfellas. Interesting. Explain your reasoning. Um. Well. 2001 I've seen it loads of times I love it because um, of how unique it is without it it's one of the only films I've seen that is weird unique crazy you don't really know what it's about but it's not it doesn't look pretentious it's not it's not yes I know exactly what you mean too hard yes yeah. I love Stanley Kubrick um, I just think it's incredible um, and I think everyone should watch it and I think everyone should have watched it um, and Goodfellas, I mean, it's Goodfellas. I mean, I may say more. Okay. Has everyone seen Goodfellas? I don't know. Wait. If you haven't seen it, you've got to watch it. It's, it's, for me, it's the best gangster film of all time. I, I love it. <laughs> love it. Um, mine would probably be Wonder Woman. I love that film so much. It's because she's just such a strong woman, and I just love, I don't know, I just love seeing Did you see it in the cinema? Yeah. How did you, this might be a really weird question, how did you feel when you walked out of the cinema? I was shocked. I was just like, whoa, I want to be like that, I want to be a superhero. I wanna did you feel any different from walking out of the cinema from any other film with that one? No, so it was the same as every other film? No, yeah, no, but it was. It's like the, it felt different. You felt different yeah. after watching that? Yeah. Has anyone else watched it? Yeah. yeah How did you feel? Is this the Chris, Chris, Chris Howard? Yeah. 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 It just feels it. like you can do anything after I walked out. This is the thing. So I am a massive marvel superhero fan really i love that stuff yeah i think it's because of my parkour training and everything right, like because right. i do all of that it kind of for me i just love that kind Good of stuff, stuff. Like yeah. That, yeah um and you know ultimate i would love to be a superhero mm -hmm. um so i i have seen so many superhero films but i always walk out going yeah that was really fun i really enjoyed it and that's that I walked out of Wonder Woman and I was like, oh, this is what men feel after watching a superhero film. I literally felt empowered, I felt strong, and I was, this is a true story, I was walking down the street, walking, you know, walking home, and this guy was walking towards me and we were both kind of in the same lane, as it were, so we were going to crash if one of us didn't move. And, and I was like, no, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. And it was, it was kind of conscious, but not. And I was just going and, you know, just walking. And you could, I could see the terror in his eyes. Like, why isn't she moving? Why, why isn't this woman moving? Why is she not moving? And in the end, he had to dart out of the way, like last minute. And he was in utter shock that I was like, no, I'm standing my ground. Yeah. And it was... I could feel it was from that film, that empowerment so of the film. Yeah. That K 
came out of it and came into, right. you know, I felt and embodied that right, when I walked right. out, which is right. so different from what other people, you know, or from watching other films. And I think right. is quite clearly what a lot of guys would feel having watched a male, very dominant mm. film. Yeah. I, I'm not, I like Marvel and DC. I'm not the biggest fan. Um, but I still like them. I, I don't really get the the empowerment thing from watching mm. Marvel movies. I don't know why that is. But do you get that from other films? I do, yeah. yeah. I do get that from many, many movies, just not Marvel movies. What's one film that you've watched where you have had that? Um, well, films like 2001, classics. Interesting. I don't know why, because they're not really, they're not, they're not about heroes, gangster films mm. aren't about heroes, they're just about watching characters mm. and being on a journey with them, no matter how you feel about them, you know, mm. Mm. that's what those films are about, so I don't know why I feel empowered after watching them, but I think it's just because I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why it is. At and the you end love of the day, them, and it makes me feel, think, yeah. Yeah, I think it makes me feel good. Yeah, and that at the end of the day, feeling happy, is makes you feel empowered. As well. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said with those ones where they really challenge you. Mm. Where I would say potentially you get so challenged that you're so engulfed in the film mm. that you know the day to day life and everything else kind of mm. gets removed yeah, no. from your consciousness. It's so different to what you know. Exactly. Yeah. So it almost becomes like a meditation. Yeah. And so that's why you come out of those kind of films going. Yeah feel good yeah. because you've completely switched off from your real yeah. life and being so morphed yeah. into this new and world especially when it's not when they when these films aren't about heroes what they're saying is they're trying to get you to make your own mind up about the characters it's not a film that's telling you who to mm. like and telling you who to hate mm. Mm. it's a film that is um just has humans in it yeah because everyone's on the spectrum no one's perfect no yeah one's yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere in between, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um. Um, yeah, okay, admittedly, I'm not much of a series person. I don't have the commitment to, like, sit and watch episode after episode. But one of my favourite ones recently um, was When They Say It See Us. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a really, like, moving story. And especially, I feel really bad, I've forgotten the actor's name. He won an Emmy for his role in When They See Us. Yeah. But yeah, the way he played the transition between the younger version and the older version and how he evolved in prison, I just, yeah, it was such an important story. And I think it was one of those sorts of things you watch and then you understand, oh, this is how the world works. I hadn't properly thought about um, the different obstacles black people face in their lives and the justice system and how it plays against them. But I think that was one of like the turning points where I realised, oh, this is a very real Is it, hang on, winner, lead actor, Jerome? Jerome, right? Jerome, yeah. Yeah, Jerome, yeah he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's really, really good. He's in Moonlight as well. He's really, really good. Oh, is it that same guy? Yeah. Okay, interesting. He, he plays, yeah, one of the guys in Moonlight. Nice, okay. 
So my next question is, has there been anything that you've watched this or recently? And it could be good, it could be bad, but what stood out for the right reasons or the wrong reasons that you've watched recently like that's come out, that you've seen on like Netflix, Amazon, cinema, shows, anything? Anyone can talk at any point. Um, for me, I watched the documentary we talked about this last week, The Social Dilemma. I saw that, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it stood out for the wrong reasons. Um, and the right reasons, definitely. It's obviously doing good mm. because so many people have seen it and so many people have been affected by it. But it also stood out for the wrong reasons because of how scary it was and how real it was as well. And so when you watch it, you go, okay, now this is real, now this is happening. Mm. This is something mm. we actually have to try and stop. Mm. Yeah. We've seen documentaries, you know. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I need to. Yeah. Were you going to say the same thing, Pearl? Yeah, no. Uh, it, yeah, it was. I mean, I already kind of had a vague understanding, like, oh, yeah, they know where I am because of Google Maps and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah. realize the depth of it. Like, they can, they know everything. Yeah. Yep. They know and your it, whole personal life. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, you feel like after you've watched it, you feel like a slave feel like you've been a slave your whole life will corrupt wow what to everything that they want you to be doing as in or to be clicking on the refresh button the like button yeah you feel like you've been interesting has been manipulated yeah manipulated so much to the point interesting but we've been subconsciously manipulated we're not just going there and going okay we're being manipulated but oh, isn't, that's cool, that's literally what all manipulation is, right? Like yeah. it's all subconscious stuff yeah. at its pure depth of it. You don't realise that you've been manipulated. That is the point of manipulation. Yeah. If you've worked it out, the person, the manipulator, is doing it wrong. quite scary with the whole track and trace thing (laughs) (laughs) what's going on now Um, just throwing that out there Um, what were you going to say? so basically uh, I kind of watched this recently I've watched it twice as a series on Netflix I called Teen Wolf Teen Wolf okay yeah go on so basically uh, I just felt really I was like oh I can do this as well because the main character even though it was a really hard time, if it was a really hard time, he still helped everyone. And he was like, no, we have to go back and we have to do this to save them. And I, I just know, I, I just felt like... You felt really like positive about yeah. his, con- yeah, yeah, his continuous yeah. journey to keep doing the yeah. right thing. Nice, I like that. Anyone else? Um, I think we spoke about it last week um, when I watched 12 Years of Pain. That was such an emotional movie. I cried that thing three times in main parts. But I think what was really good about that movie was just like, it made me see like basically the history of Black Lives and how it made me like realize what 
actually happened and also helped me because I was studying slave and history or history so I kind of knew what was kind of going on but when I watched the movie I actually saw like feelings and everything mm. I was going to it yeah it's almost when you get taught it in like the history books it's just you're just being taught yeah. there's oh. no feeling or no um, connection to it it's like yeah, that's a really good point because I never really cared about history when I was at school because I was like, so what? Happened happened in the past. What do I care? I'm, <laughs> all I care about is my future, you know, that kind of thing. And like now I'm really intrigued by history and what's happened and things because I guess because of my uh, acting and the storytelling and everything, I love to get connected yeah. to those stories. Yeah. But it's the stories that I want and really wanted during my classes. Had I learned history through storytelling, I think it would have been a very different experience for me in school than just like, here's some facts, yeah. learn the date and <laughs> write it down on an exam paper and that's it, you've passed your history exam. It's like, but no I haven't because as soon as I finished school, those dates were like gone and I didn't care about the dates. And so kind of, History was completely lost on me because it was just dates rather than stories, you know? Tenet. Mm. Watched it. Did you? Yeah, I watched it last weekend. What? Um, I did understand it. All of it? Yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> there might have been things that I've, I interpreted in the wrong way and stuff but um, I didn't love it I didn't hate it but I didn't love it what didn't you what made you not love it what made you like it or not love it so one of the things and this is like just a pet peeve maybe it's from a jealousy thing but I was a bit like, why have we got a model here instead of a proper actress? She's a model. I mean, she looks like it. She might be a proper actress, <laughs> I don't know. But, but she just was like, you know, seven foot tall, very beautiful. Um, I didn't think her performance was that bad, but it wasn't... I didn't care. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh my God, I really hope that everything works out for her. I was a bit like, oh, okay. I just yeah, so wasn't. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, if, <laughs> you know, if, it's, if the outcome's good, if the outcome's bad, it doesn't matter, let's see what happens. It wasn't like I was invested in that character to the point where I was like, no, let it be okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, that I've speaks a lot to me. I've people saying that they didn't really care about her. Yeah. Um, well, he was horrible. Who was? Kenneth Branagh's character. Didn't like. The villain. Yeah. 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 As, as in, like, the acting was horrible, or no. the, the, the actual the character. Actual character. Yeah, the yeah. character was no. vile. No, yeah. He was really good at playing, yeah, sorry. and that made me hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was vile, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, by the end, I was like, And like, Dave's like, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know he could, I didn't know he could act. Oh, I, 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 I didn't do him justice, to 
<laughs> it really didn't, did it? No. The stary. Yeah. Creepy guy. I could hear half the things Paul Paxton was saying. I mean, yes, it was. It was, was slightly mumbling. Mumbling all his lines. Very, he was blooming like a. But the whole thing was very. The whole yeah. Time Everything was very mumbly though. Yeah. In there, which is and it was like, happening it was a like lot. The, okay, the most complex film of all time exactly. here, guys. Yeah. And we're gonna mumble all the lines. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really important plot point that you need to know about. You know what I mean? There was a lot of that. It's the most complex thing you ever heard so, in your life. And I think because I knew that, because I'd also done a lot of, um, you know, looked at a lot of reviews, and basically every single review was the music's too loud yeah. and the, the, music's the dialogue's too, too quiet yeah. and so I was like really on it yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean it'd be fine in a film that is not as complicated as that but when mm. you've got a film like Christopher Nolan yeah and they're like got, mar got yeah. masks on like what, what is he like there's one point where he was like looking out of a he was in this thing he was looking out I didn't even know what he was looking at because they wouldn't actually show the whole set, it was just. Yeah. What is he looking at? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, what is His dinner's doing? just been served, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? The yeah, there, was there really were a couple cool. of moments like that. The plane was really cool. Yes, yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, and this is the thing, actually, there's loads of things that you're saying now that I'm like, oh, I'd forgotten about that. And, like, it just, it kind of, for me, was a bit like, you know this thing happened before my eyes and i was like cool i don't remember any of it it like it, it hasn't stuck with me no yeah um no it didn't it didn't it wasn't half as good as like interstellar or mm. dunkirk or memento mm. some of these other stuff it's been great but that was just a bit like okay we've seen it before we've seen inception yeah just did it again with a different yeah. time concept but there was one thing that um I picked up on, but I don't know if many other people had picked up on because I know that Dane hadn't, and I know a couple of people that I'd spoken to also hadn't. Um, you know, when at the uh, towards the end, I don't want to spoil it for you guys in case I you do not. You've seen it, okay? So don't listen if you're <laughs> and don't Cover listen. Your <laughs> Cover your ears if you're going to watch it. But the when at the end he got, he's like, right, that's it. I'm going to end it all. And the, the thing that he goes to take to end it all, did you notice what it was? I can't even remember the film. Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> it was exactly the same thing that was in the opening shot. What was the opening shot? The opening shot was where he'd, he was um, being interrogated. And then... Oh, it was at the orchestra, wasn't it? No, before that, the opening shot. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, 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 you're right. There was the orchestra, but then he was caught and he was being interrogated. And he was like, I'm, I, I will die before I release that information. Oh, and yeah. so he, he took something. Yeah. But that thing didn't work, right? No. And so that was the same thing that the other guy right. Right. was going to take. I don't even know the character's name. This is how bad it is. What was the character's name? The bad guy, the evil guy. This is the thing. No, and I like, I was like, so, and at the end I went, so is the main guy, is is he called Tenet? Is that why this film's called Tenet? <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, it's not. He's called Protagonist. Yeah, he's my other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so what has Tenet got to do with anything? Yeah. But I think the best, 
bit for me was the best bit and also the worst bit were the same because um, when he, she goes into that restaurant with him at the beginning like yeah. near the beginning and she just tells him his whole life she just tells him her whole life story yes and I'm yeah. like okay <laughs> would you do that yeah you wouldn't just gone in might. okay I'm just going to give you my whole life story there we go on a plate on a plate done but then the best bit was when she leaves the restaurant and he beats up those guys yes. I thought that was yeah. the best bit in the film yeah that was what that's, that was what Christopher Nolan was trying to do it was like bond mm. bond with tiny inversions yeah so that was the only bit that was and that's the things that were really clever and interesting was they had like fight scenes that were going like so you'd see it in real time, so forwards, but then they'd literally yeah. have that choreographed and have it played backwards. Yeah. But the thing is they would have had to have choreographed it so that they could film it forwards as well. Because there's no because there was two one guy was essentially going forwards, one guy was going backwards in reverse. Yeah, so he'd be going. So they, through yeah, so they had to choreograph it so back. they could do it in the whole by choreography in reverse. It's really interesting. And like the choreographer to me is like the most outstanding person on that <laughs> on that set. Like because that was extraordinary. Just being able to have done that. I think that's amazing. Um yeah. Anything you need to say? Me? Yeah. But is there anything that you've seen that's been like good or bad in your opinion? I mean, there's this one movie, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically about a woman who got, who was a slave. It was based about this time, like 2020, yeah. slaves in London. And then um, mm. she was trying to find a way to escape and they were just treated her really badly. And she was always treated like that since she was a child. Like it was normal for her to be a slave. But one day she just like, no, I can't be treated like this. I have to make a way for it. And yeah, and she did, and then she escaped. I forgot what it's called. Um, but it was set in 20, like 20... Yeah, no, yeah, it was set, like, yeah. Because there's still slaves in London right now. Yeah. So, who would... I don't think, I, th I think they... I mean, they, there are, yeah. There's Basically, they bring them in, they import people yeah. in to do that with. It's very, it's a very undercover thing, but yeah, it is a thing. There was, I think there was a panorama episode on it, but I don't think it would be a, no, what you've watched. It was a film. Yeah. But who was in it? Do you know? I don't know anything. I don't know anything. anything. What platform did you watch it on? Sky. Sky, okay. We've got a starting point, guys. <laughs> Detective work. <laughs> Go home, see if you can find it. Um, anything from you that you've watched recently? Um, I saw The Devil All The Time recently. Oh, is that the one with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. The two heartthrobs in one movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the story was a bit underwhelming. Like, it was the end, and I was like, okay, is that just okay? Yeah, the way they did it, it was all these different stories intertwining. I was like, oh, this is going to build up into something, and it, it, it didn't really. Oh, <laughs> gosh, it sounds like Game of Thrones all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but the acting was really good. Like, um, Tom Holland, I just associated him with Spider-Man, but he was really good in it, and so was Robert Pattinson. Like every the cast all around, I thought was really good. Yeah, people were raving about Robert Pattinson in that film. Yeah, 
Interesting. Okay, I'll have to have a look at it. And you've seen that as well, yeah, then. Yeah, that's what I was going to speak about as well. I mean, I did only watch it because Tom Holland was in it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reason. Yeah, so I didn't really know what I was like getting into with it, but I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I quite liked it. Um, I thought the young actor as well who played the young Tom Holland was really good, because it's quite in like an intense film, and like there's like scenes of like abuse and all that. So I thought that was quite good. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Good. Love, love it when we like praise child actors on, on the film, since we are a youth acting school. Um, yeah, I have no qualms of watching films with your favourite actors in. Um, I watched the documentary Down to Earth just because Zac Efron was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, he did not disappoint. Yeah. The only thing that I was really upset about with that particular doc- documentary was... Um, that he was in London and did not contact me. How rude is that? Like, how rude is that? That he didn't go, Matt, I'm around, let's hang out. Listen, you, me, girl, let's go get a drink or whatever, you know? He went to my country. He went to Sardinia. And he didn't call you either. (laughs) That's so rude. Why didn't he do that? That's so rude. Never gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the truth hurts from Charlie. Oh man, Charlie Banks has spoken. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I don't know, he skateboards, I skateboard. This could be a thing. Yeah, lots of people skateboard. I skateboard. Charlie's I skateboard. Yeah, but he's the same age as me. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so um, next question. What have you done in class over this month that you've really enjoyed in acting class, not in school? <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked the one we were speaking to the teachers. I think I think like learning as well, like not to be afraid of your anger and to use it. So just to clarify, the pictures are pictures of our family or friends or people close to us. We've brought in photographs of uh, people, you know, that we have strong affiliations with and use those to project our scenes towards them. Um, yeah. What, so was there almost like a light bulb moment for you in doing that? Yeah, I think because like all the emotions I've like kept in, I can finally like release without having to be scared of them. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, same. I was that the same as the photos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I really liked the um chemistry exercise we did last week. Yeah. Where we basically just stood and stared at each other. Me and Naomi. And we had to like think of a time where we thought we had no, where we felt like we had no power. And then after that, we did it for quite a long time. And then after that, we went into a scene, and the scene went really well. And so I, I, I was felt good after that because it went well. And yeah. At the end of the day, these exercises are supposed to make the scenes go well. Mm. That's what the scene did. And it did. And it, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was magic, just like that. Uh, <laughs> It's like a waved a magic wand. Um, but what in particular with that 
um, chemistry exercise, what was it that happened in order to make the scene progress well, do you feel? Um, well, I think, I mean, I think anyone can do it. As long as you do it properly, then you'll feel a connection. And I think that connection is what, what well, firstly, you have to do it to get the connection, and then you go into the scene, and with a connection, especially in a scene like that, where, you know, your character's talking to a girl, like, that's definitely useful in a scene like that. 100%. Um, and, and especially because you're pouring your heart out without saying anything. So this is, I don't know, because I've never told anyone what I felt, and it felt like I was telling Charlie. Yeah. So that's why I really like that scene. That was, yeah, probably, yeah. that was probably the best exercise for me to do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's giving you space to, to be open without it feeling too scary. Yeah. And by doing that, by sharing that energy, it creates that connection which then drives that scene and, and makes the scene almost complete because it is, a, at the end of the day, it is a love scene, you know? It could be a bromance, it could be two girls having a conversation, it could be a girl and a boy having a conversation, but those kind of relationship scenes are love scenes. Fundamentally, it could be a relationship. It could be the relationship between a daughter and a father, talking about, you know, problems within their past or anything like that. But that's still a love scene, you know. Yeah, and also if I said that to someone, if I actually said it to someone, I feel like they'd judge me. Mm. So I think that's why it was so amazing. So I just. I wasn't saying it, but I was thinking it, and I thought, okay, you could tell. Yeah, there was, you didn't have to yeah. just say it, because we well, didn't have to say it. Mm, you could feel sense. it. Yeah, you just, you and also that's better than saying it as well. Mm. But at the end of the day, a connection is better not, it's hard to say, but I think a connection between anyone um, is usually not something that is formed through voice. Some dialogue theory. Mm. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I'm just a kid. And I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. But I think you should know better when you're all grown up. I think you should know how to act and how to treat people. And I think if you want to love someone enough to marry them, you should at least be nice to them. Even if you don't love them anymore. And I think if you have a child, you should treat that child like a human being, not like a pet. Not like you treat your dog or something, you know? When you have a dog sometimes, you forget he's there. And then when you get lonely again, suddenly you remember him, and then you remember, remember how cute he is and stuff, and then you kiss him a lot and cuddle him a lot. But then the next day, when you're busy again, you forget he's there. That's how I've been feeling for the past four years. And you don't treat your kid like your dog. That's just not right. Millie, I don't think it's cool to be anything anymore. I think it's great that you're doing the academic decathlon, but don't judge me just because I don't want to do it. Because I don't care anymore. I don't care about being smart. I don't care about doing the right thing. I don't care about college, or school records, or any of the things people tell me I'm supposed to care about. There's no point in any of it. 
So unless you want to have a cigarette with me, we're finished talking. Last night my dad left the halfway house, came over and punched my mum in the face a bunch until she picked up a knife out of the sink and stuck it in his arm. Which is, he's okay and he's not dead or anything, but the way she looked, he's going to be in hospital for a bit because she hit an artery and then he's going back inside. It's a violation of his condition of release or something, so there isn't even going to be a trial or nothing. The thing is, when she did it, I wasn't, I saw them fight, you know, before he, I mean, the first time. They fought a bunch, but she never, it was always them fighting, the two of them, it's how they were. Last night I looked at her face and I thought she was going to kill him, stab him in the neck or the heart and I didn't feel bad about it, not one bit, I just thought, this will be long enough. Don't tell anyone, never mind, say whatever, I figure everyone will know it was Leo Twin anyway, always do.